0: Hey everyone, this is Steve, and this is Andy, and this is Steve and Andy meet Adventure Comics number 109, October 1946. We're we're back. Another Wednesday, another Adventure Comics. Another, yeah. Like, (laughs) the the hits just keep on coming. They do, they keep coming, they don't stop. They do. Straight from the '40s, very relevant yeah. to today's culture, and and just to to let
1: people know,
0: yeah, of our,
1: uh, oh my god,
0: um, of, <laughs> oh. that's it. This is compelling podcast radio here. Uh, to let people know of our commitment, yeah, I went,
1: I went to the doctor today. Yeah, I have both a sinus
0: and throat infection, but it, it's not going to stop us. Well, not yeah. stop you. That would certainly stop me. I wouldn't be.
1: <laughs> and I, and and it looks like I have like, the start, although, you know, I guess it was cotton time, the start of an ear infection.
0: So pretty much the entire upper half of your body is infected <laughs> My head. with disease. Yeah. Well, we're glad I hope you feel better soon. But you well, know what is going to make you feel better? Medicine, probably. First oh, yeah, of all, take they, take the medicine they prescribe to you. They, well, I, I've already taken the first okay. dose. So. so, so you might be a little a little woozy during this, <laughs> a yes. little out of it. You're yes. not going to remember any of this. No, that's pretty typical. I usually, right? You know, you, you gotta you gotta be under the influence to truly enjoy adventure comics oh, I, in the I 40s. Agree completely, agree completely. <laughs> and I actually think some of the the writers for this were were often high or under the influence of some kind of. Uh, Mind-altering drug, I would say Oh, there is, there is no doubt The mind-altering drug of young Clark Kent So every week, or every other Wednesday We talk about Adventure Comics Going through the 1940s Adventure Comics We're now on issue 109 uh, these, con- these, these issues feature Superboy, among other stories We've been doing the Superboy, uh, Green Arrow And, and Aquaman stories A really nice trio I would yeah. say, the trinity of adventure comics that's, that's in the 1940s. Um, we've been doing this for, you know, a couple months now. Right. Of course, before this, we did the 1960s Batman episodes. You can go back and listen to all those on our iTunes feed. All right. Are you ready to get into this week's adventure comics?
1: Let's do it. All
0: right. Issue 109. As usual, the the, the cover of this issue is inexplicable. Yeah, It's got a... What appears to be a pole vaulter, j- pole vaulting through clouds, very tall, uh, yeah. really
1: uh, pushing he very hard. Pricey didn't, like, black out from lack of oxygen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, next to him, Superboy is just very casually jumping over, showing off very, as usual. Yeah, he looks very smug. Yeah, it's I, Reading these kind of make me hate Clark Kent, more than I, I already Kent, do. Kind of.
1: No, I don't understand why he's doing this to this guy. I mean... Did he just happen to walk by and say, Oh, this guy's achieving something big. I mean, he's pole vaulting into the in the clouds. I'm going to show him up, or what? And is he really being shown up? I mean, Superboy has superpowers.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not. Nobody's impressed. And and again, in in this in this story in this issue, the Superboy story, he again humiliates an more or less an innocent person and and ruins them, which yeah. he did in a previous issue. And and there's Correct. a pattern. Uh, so psychological, um, basically, he's a psychopath. He, he takes yeah, innocent people, ruins their lives. A sociopath, yeah. He, he, he's just not a nice guy, Clark Kent, and, and he's really he, not. And he abuses his powers,
1: he really does. <laughs> he's like, not really stopping crime or saving people. No,
0: in this, in this issue, uh, in this story titled You Can't Lose, we see on the splash page Superboy's kind of in a pinball machine. And he's, like, rolling on a ball. And he's know? got, an, a, again, a giant head, an unusually large <laughs> large head. We're back we're back to the big head Superboy. And a tiny cape. And a tiny cape. Yeah, these proportions are all weird. And I think in this entire issue, the human proportions are a little bit off. But the Splash page shows Superboy in a pinball machine. And I thought, oh, this is going to be cool. Pinball is awesome. Yeah. We say colored lights, flash, hair trigger machinery clicks. And the fascinating game of multi-millionaire gets off to a flying start. At the corner drugstore. This was back in the, the day when you could go down to the corner drugstore, order an egg sandwich and a milk, and just play around a pinball. No one would bother you. No. Well, I mean, unless Superboy was there. Unless <laughs> Superboy was there. And then he'd try to shut the whole thing down.
1: Have you ever heard of a pinball machine being called a multi machine? I
0: think – is that the name of this particular pinball? Like the Kiss Pinball or the uh, – Like Adam's Mr. Family. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just the, the brand of this particular oh, pinball okay. machine. But, uh, if it
1: was the Elvira Mr. Stark once dark one, tells me Superboy wouldn't okay with it.
0: <laughs> he, he, we see, yeah, he's, he's not okay with the multimillionaire machine. We open Superboy, going to the drugstore. He he usually goes home for lunch, but today, you know, he's, he's stopping at the drugstore. There's an old man there, a kindly old man that owns this drugstore. Yes. Uh, Superboy says, hey, you know, give me an egg sandwich and a milk. What what a hearty what meal. What lunch. Yeah. Oh
1: it sounded so epic. It's a raw
0: egg sandwich, too. That's yeah, I know. And raw milk. Straight out of the teeth. <laughs> uh, right yeah. into his Based mouth. Straight from that old man's teeth. <laughs> oh, somehow. God. Uh, and, and Superboy's kind of looking around. He goes, hey, where's all the kids? I thought they came here for lunch. The old man goes, they are here. They're all playing that new game, Multi-Millionaire, that new hot pinball machine I got installed. Uh, they're, not, they're not buying lunch anymore. They're just spending all their money there. And, and you know, Clark. Kind of feels like, you know, this, I guess he... This is a mall for some reason. Yeah, he does. He, he, so he goes over there. Uh, on the next panel, we see him kind of walking up. He has tiny hands holding his, his sandwich. Tiny sandwich and no, his book. His hands are so small. What's going on? Uh, you know, the kids are having fun. They're like, hey, I won. I, uh, I won a nickel. And uh, Clark thinks to himself, and it cost him a quarter. He sees these kids are getting ripped off. It's Vegas style. Oh this God, corner drugstore. The old man
1: pumps oxygen into the uh, into the drugstore.
0: <laughs> it's like a cloud of smoke. There's no windows. It's just really <laughs> he weird. Could, he could put up a buffet. He do, yeah, the egg sandwich buffet. He's got the whole thing going on at this, this corner drugstore. But no, the kids are having fun. It's not hurting anybody.
1: Do you know what this the druggist name is? Together, the this drugstore? Do you know what his name is? Donald
0: Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Las Vegas.
1: <laughs> he invented Las Vegas. He did.
0: Yes, Jimmy Las Vegas. Uh, the kids are all now complaining that they're broke. They lost all their money to this pinball machine uh, instead of buying lunch, and now they're hungry. And Superboy thinks to himself, or Clark thinks to himself, I wonder if they ever win. Uh, later, they're back in class. Uh, one of the boys says to, to Clark, you know, you can win if you're lucky. I Last week, I I won four nickels. But he, but he lost them back right again. You know, you got to keep feeding the, yeah, you the beast. It. You know, that's how it, it works. Yeah.
1: And that uh, old man has
0: him hooked. He, does, he does. Yes. Uh, and and you don't even he's want to broken, know when he's, he's
1: broken some legs.
0: <laughs> what he's sprinkling in those egg sandwiches? You don't want to know. I don't. know. Um, and Superboy says, "Wow, you spend thirty-five cents a day playing that pinball machine, and it's it's just unbelievable." It is the clerk uh And and later in class we see one of the kids is struggling. He's kind of trying to focus on math, but he's hungry because he spent all his money at the on the pinball machines. What kind
1: of math book is this where one page is
0: just a giant apple? I know he's he looks at the apple and he gets <laughs> he just thinks to himself, Man, I could really use some food right now. And uh the teacher asks him what the value of pie is, and he says ten cents apiece. Oh I was thinking about food. He's he's got food on the mind, he's so hungry. And then when now, was she
1: just asking him this out of the blue
0: or what I don't it wasn't math class, it's just pop quiz, maybe she actually wanted to know how
1: much a piece of pie was at that <laughs> uh
0: and at the end of the day, Clark goes back, talks to the old man, he says, "Hey, I just want to try out those pinball machines." Uh, so he goes over there and the old man says, "Yeah, I got these from uh, from this guy. It's a game of skill it's It's fun and good business Clark." kind of rudely says good business for whom i know it's just just this old man's thing It's all he has in the world he's just trying to right he's just trying to make ends meet. and and so this this is actually a very uh interesting little little, uh time capsule of of culture here because uh, and you you probably know this and maybe our listeners don't but uh back in the day really back in the kind of late or early 40s or uh Uh, Up to the 70s, and even very recently in some cities, pinball was illegal and considered sort of a a gambling game. And in fact, in uh, New York City in the uh, early 40s, uh, the mayor LaGuardia, who has the airport named after him, actually made a big deal of shutting down all of the, uh, the pinball machines in operation in New York City. And it was illegal until 1976. It was because of this issue, right? <laughs> this issue, it was, this is—it's <laughs> like the smoking gun. And look Laguardia read it and was like, uh, "I got to do something." About it's like this. the inconvenient truth about uh, yeah. about pinball. But yeah, it, it really was. It was illegal until 1976 because it was kind of considered a gambling racket. Um, maybe the mob was involved, and uh, and it wasn't a game of skill. They thought it was a, a game of luck. And, yeah, I, I found that very interesting that this was kind of highlighted in this issue where yeah. the old man takes the side of, hey, it's just fun and good business. But, of course, Clark Kent takes the true side. This thing's ripping people off, and we got to shut them all down. Right. Uh, very pro LaGuardian here. But yeah. uh, I think it was until last year in San Francisco or Oakland that pinball machines became legal, which is kind of unbelievable, but it's true. That is, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I know, I know in uh, in Los Angeles they became legal in 1987 with the release of the Elvira pinball machine.
0: Yeah, so this this issue, of course, a huge cultural impact. But it is a nice little uh, a, a nice little uh, piece of history here in this issue. Yes. So back to the issue, we see Superboy kind of inspecting the machine. He sees that uh, un- he can see under the surface into the pinball machine. He's he's saying, uh, you know, this guy, this this old man, Mr. Innes is his name, the owner of the uh the pharmacy. He goes, he means well, but these kids are getting rooked. Something's gotta get gotta be but done. They, they were getting rooked. They were getting rooked pretty hard by the old man. So the next day, the kids are all playing. They're getting so close to the high score, but they always lose. Just then, Superboy appears jumping through a window. He never enters through the door. He refuses. <laughs> and uh he goes, hey, can I have a try? And they're like, all right, yeah, whatever. You're, you can't win. This is – it's too hard for you, Superboy. So he kind of starts playing.
1: I think that's the reason why he became such like – became so smug and an asshole about it. Because <laughs> that one kid said, you can't – this is <laughs> – He's like, I,
0: I'll show you. So yeah. he's kind of looking at the machine. He sees that the ball is is rigged. It's, it's weighted with lead, so it always rolls off center. And then he sees inside the, the workings in the machine that some of the springs, they change, so you can't predict where the ball will bounce. So, but he's Superboy. Of course, he can, he can right, adjust yeah. to that. So he starts scoring all the points. He's, he's making all the shots. He's calling shots, and the kids are loving it. He's
1: playing two machines at once. He is.
0: It gets ridiculous where he's kind of reaching over playing two machines. He said, if there were two more, I'd work them with my feet. Just humiliating the old man who's. who's... God, he's so smug. <laughs> the old man, he goes, oh, he's ruined. Stop. He shuts the whole thing down because yeah. Superboy's winning all this money. I thought there was going to be a riot on hand once <laughs> we <was, once>, put <laughs> that out-of-order sign. There almost was. Yeah, the old man goes up and he says, it's out of order. Um, Superboy's won all the money I've made on these machines since I've installed them. And it's uh, very smugly, Superboy is, that's the chance you take when you run a gambling house. That, yeah. how yeah. That's harsh. And uh, the old man says, you know, we can't play anymore. I got to find, you know, call the company, figure out what's wrong. And uh, Superboy starts ripping apart the machines.
1: I like when he puts up that out-of-order sign. The one kid says, you let us lose, but you uh, won't let us win.
0: That's just a harsh take on the system, the reality of modern capitalism, kid. I thought the
1: one kid was going to say, pinball is opium of the masses.
0: (laughs) So Superboy starts ripping apart the machines. He shows everybody what's up, how the machines are rigged to make you lose. He breaks a ball. In half. This is the old man's machine. What's he doing? He, like, tears this guy's machine, and he keeps the money. He, he does, yes. It's, 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 it's awful. It's to, so awful. He shows the kid that the ball is rigged. There's no chance they could have won. Uh, and uh, he said, you can win if you have X-Ray Eye's perfect muscular control and configure every possible eventuality. The old man says he'll get rid of these machines. He'll get rid of all the others in town. So Superboy, with all the fun destroyed and this old man's dream broken, just flies out the window. Now, He'll, does
1: this old man really have the pole in town to make no,
0: all the he's, other fumble He just said it so Superboy wouldn't smash his, fa- his face in or cause more destruction, start closing down the soda fountains because they have too much sugar. And you say this is an
1: egg sandwich.
0: <laughs> so if this were like the modern, so the, um, uh, the, the you know, the previous... New York City Mayor LaGuardia was shutting down all the pinball yes. machines. And, of course, Mayor Bloomberg, the former mayor, was, was well-known for trying to shut down everybody's fun with their gallon-sized sodas. So, yeah. so you think if this were made today, Superboy would be going into that pharmacy and shutting down the, the soda machines and installing, like, some water or crap like that? Yeah, probably. Or maybe a smoothie? Smooth, yeah,
1: <laughs> a fruit smoothie machine. <laughs>
0: So Superboy flies off with everyone's fund ruins. High fructose sugar. Uh.
1: <laughs> this is worse than a pinball machine. Exactly. Let's install of pinball machines in your
0: <laughs> Actually, probably back in the day, those sodas were not made with high fructose corn syrup. That, that probably, probably wasn't a thing when this issue came probably. up. Yeah. So Superboy flies off. The next day at the playground, Superboy has all this equipment, all this sporting equipment, bats. It looks like he has maybe thousands of dollars worth of equipment. And he says he... He bought all of it with the money that he won from that old man. So he tells all the kids to play. It's a lot of fun. These are games so of skill. Wonder, it
1: makes me wonder how much he won from that old man.
0: I would guess $50,000.
1: That old man's ruined. He has to close his shop. <laughs>
0: he does. And, and that's, that's the only drugstore in town. Yeah, so, so no one will be able to get medicine, medicine anymore. anymore. It's, it's terrible. So you went to pick up your medicine. You, you know, you had. Mm-hmm. Did you play any rounds of pinball? Yeah. Did you win any money? I won four nickels, but I lost them right back. You gotta feed it back in there, man. That's how they yeah. they get you. You get sick from drinking those sodas, and uh, they yeah. get you in there to buy the medicine and take all your money with the pinball machines. Yeah. So Superboy's <laughs> he spent he spent fifty, maybe sixty thousand dollars. A tennis court. He's got archery. He says no crooked gadgets keep you from making high scores at archery. He's he's really laying it on heavy with these kids, you know. He is.
1: It's like he's uh, working for like some sort of like 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 go out in sixty or whatever that thing's called <laughs> Yeah, Sixty a day or whatever.
0: This is uh this is part of FIFA's new initiative to get kids to stop playing pinball. He was yeah. he was paid off. where that money well, the, came from. The, the pinball
1: racket though is trying that's what happened to FIFA ball.
0: <laughs> so he says, you know, these are real these are real sports. They they involve actual skill, unlike pinball. Plus, exercise builds muscles and appetites. So he sent Clark Kent to the drugstore for some lunches. He flies away. Of course, Clark comes up. He's got some food. One kid yells out, EATS!
1: And so, so that makes all... me think
0: they tried to eat Clark. <laughs> I think that is what they tried to do. It was like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, it got really dark in there after they lost all their money. So at the end, it ends with Clark, um, again, with very odd proportions, playing a little uh, crook. Crochet. He says it's cro- crochet is my dish. I don't know what that means. I don't know. We try not to think about it. Isn't it croquet? Isn't crochet? Oh, sorry, is, yeah. Like croquet. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little tired too, but yeah, cro croquet. croquet crochet is a, awesome. it, he wasn't crocheting. Although his pants awesome his pants look like they uh they've been crocheted. And that's it. The Superboy anti pinball propaganda story, nineteen forty six. Uh, Moving on to Aquaman in the waters of the world. We see on the splash page a guy who looks like Jeff Bridges a little bit in this weird white cult robe. Are you talking about Aquaman? (laughs) I'm not sure who Aquaman looks like. He's he's very ambiguous. Um, We see, it says, Dr. Rormer's Aquatic Museum. We see some fish. Kind of a uh, in these tanks, it's he's on a boat, so it's like a boat museum, which is weird. And it's not really a museum; it's more of an aquarium. But maybe he can't like he, really like
1: an aquarium. He just like collected water.
0: from there, yeah. <laughs> It's true, yeah. And we see Aquaman in one of the tanks. What's going on? How did Aquaman get there? And I have to give credit. Normally, these splash pages are totally nonsense, but this one, this one, more or less happened.
1: Yeah, this one came through.
0: So we open a strange craft, sails the Indian Ocean. We see the old man, He's long white hair, a long white beard, and this white robe. He's uh, collecting water from the Indian Ocean, warm and salty. He says, he was talking
1: about something else when he said warm and salty.
0: <laughs> he said, uh, this water, the waters of the Indian Ocean will be a welcome addition to certain fish in my aquarium. And we see he's got this, all these tanks and they're labeled Red Sea Salt Lake. How did he get the salt lake in, in Utah? How did he sail there? Sail, sail there. I didn't even. Maybe he drove inland. He drove. He drove, got the water and came back. We have Arctic Ocean, Lake Huron, another inland lake. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing here, but uh, he has these this water from all over the world. And the next panel has to be the most bizarrely proportioned uh, human I've seen. We see him uh, again, this old man. He's kind of looking out. Uh, holding, holding a telescope, but his arms oh, are really short. <laughs> he's smoking a giant bong. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I I'm going to was... go ahead and say it is. And uh, his head's giant, and he's thinking, only one more exhibit to make my aquarium complete. Aquaman! He's like, I'm afraid that will never be, and he takes a hit of the so, bong. So at
1: this, this point, did he think he was going to kidnap Aquaman? Yeah, that's
0: what I was thinking. Oh, this is going to be good. He's going to kidnap Aquaman. It's yeah, going to be like some weird thing, but no, it, that doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen in that way, I should say. No, no, it doesn't. The next, uh, uh, not too far away, um, not too, not so many miles away from the doctor, that was Dr. Romer. Uh, at that very moment, we see Aquaman swimming up. He excitedly sees a dead body floating in the water. He goes, a drowned that man. Make, that does make him excited. He does. He looks very excited. In the next panel, though, we see the disappointment on his face. He goes, oh, he's still alive.
1: Yeah, I guess no.
0: I got to get him to land. So now, we...
1: now, when that guy says the book, Took it with them. Don't hit me again, please. Now, do you think he's actually telling Aquaman to don't hit him again?
0: Yeah, so Aquaman performs, quote, artificial respiration, and the old man says, Yes, don't hit me again, please. Uh, Aquaman says, Good, he's reviving. I yeah, I think the old man was talking to uh to Aquaman there. This this guy he dragged up Aquaman performs some artificial respiration on him. <laughs> Aquaman, then the next panel we see they're in an empty cottage. Aquaman says, I, I found this cottage. It was empty. The old guy says, yes, it was mine. I'm a That's
1: lucky that Aquaman didn't break into someone's house.
0: I know. I, I like to think Aquaman didn't even care. He's, he broke into his house and made some soup and is feeding the old man. Just like that Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> so Aquaman's, Aquaman's a big fan. He, he's feeding this guy some soup. The guy says he's a, he's a chemist and an oceanologist. He retired to write a book about oceans. And, and the other day, some thugs... Came in. but and... Didn't
1: he retire to write a book about the ocean? <laughs> That's and what it was, yeah. The, the,
0: the, it was a huge misunderstanding this whole time. Some thugs came in, and they uh, they found out he was working on a chapter about the amount of gold in the sea. And they took it, hoping it would make him wealthy. Aquaman then says, but the seawater just has this tiny amount of gold in it. And it wouldn't be worth it to try to mine it. But the the guy says, yeah, but I have this theory that somewhere in the ocean there's a very... This rich gold mine that feeds all the gold into the seawater. Just then Aquaman and the old man, they see out out in the distance that the the thugs, they've come back. Apparently, they've read the chapter. It didn't exactly say where that mine was, so they've come back to find out. Aquaman jumps in the water, swims out. And I love this panel. We just see the guys swimming, and Aquaman's head pops out, and he goes... (laughs) He threatens the guys and tips their boat over.
1: Why do they have to talk like pirates, though? Hard to starve
0: or mates? It's just like every Aquaman villain is a vague pirate thing going on. I don't know. It's true. Um, you know one thing we didn't
1: bring up in the Superboy story? Going back to that one for a minute? Yeah. When he was doing the archery. Right. One of the kids said, that's the Indian in him.
0: <laughs> that's right. I forgot.
1: <laughs> Originally it said, that's the moist Indian in him.
0: But it was a little too much. It yeah, was a little too risky. So Aquaman flips over the boat and dumps the guys out to their death, presumably. And <laughs> Aquaman is not very good at flipping over boats, surprisingly, because he hits himself on, the head, himself with on his, the head with his own boat or with his own boat flip and he sinks to the bottom of the ocean. The guys I swear that's back. happened to him before. I think this has actually happened to him a couple times where he's flipping boats over and something goes wrong. He needs to practice, he needs to stop flipping
1: boats over. <laughs>
0: Uh, later that night, Aquaman's kind of hanging out with the old guy. He's got this big red spot on, on his head. I'm not sure if that's. think a... Aquaman moved in with the guy? Yeah, he's just like, hey, you know, uh, things have been tough in the ocean, and can I, can I just move into your cabin can I for, crash while? Here for a few days? <laughs> they hear on the radio, uh, the arrival of Doctor Romer's aquatic museum. Come and see it; it's unique. Aquaman goes, "Wait a second, I've got a hunch we can catch those rats and get your manuscript back at the same time." Aquaman's really taken an interest in this case for some reason. If he wants to find that gold, yeah, he does. I think that's totally it. A few days later, uh, Aquaman goes onto Doctor Romer's ship. He goes, "Hey, I've got a proposition for you. How about? How would you like me to be a part of your sea museum?" Of course, Doctor Romer agrees, and later we see Aquaman in a tank, showing off to all the people. What a sight that must see—a human museum. It was the 40s after all. Yeah. Of course, the thugs show up because they, they know, first of all, that Dr. Rormer has gold from all over the oceans of the world, all the, all the lakes and oceans of the world. They can Look at that bullhorn. <laughs> That's another bong. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they, they, they know he has uh, water from the lakes and oceans of, of the world, and uh, they can see the different concentration of gold in each to figure out where the gold mine is. Dr. Romer comes out, yes, with a big... Uh, blow horn or, or p- potentially a bong and he says come aboard the, uh, the didn't Brian... Dr. Warmer said he can turn anything into a bong? <laughs> he, 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 fish, water that's why he Aquaman. wants so much water this water bong has got to have that right he's searching for the perfect high <laughs> he does look like he probably does some some drugs bacon, Dr. Warmer bacon and bacon <laughs> um, but I wouldn't give to turn
1: Aquaman into a bong <laughs>
0: That's the next issue. So the, the thugs show up. They see Aquaman swimming around. Uh, Aquaman notices him. He goes, yes, they're falling right from my trap. Uh, the, Dr. Romer tells him, yeah, there's this gold mine somewhere in the water. that's feeding all the gold in, into the water, and uh, Aquaman's found it. So uh, can you imagine how much gold that must be? These guys, are they're intrigued, right? So yeah. they uh Aquaman well, cuz that
1: the Dr. Romer guy can really tell a story.
0: He is, yeah, he's he's a really good. He's a good salesman. I mean, his whole job is to sail a boat around and show people fish or, or water. I'm not even sure what yeah. his actual thing is. Um Aquaman says, "Yes, you convince him, doctor. They can't resist the bait like this." And and I find this kind of inappropriate cuz the doctor says, "Makes me feel young again like when I hunted whales." He says this right to Aquaman's face. And this is the king of the sea. It's like, yes, he when was, I hunted your children down as a yeah, young Yeah, he's, lad. like, rubbing it in. It'd be like
1: if the Nazi was talking to, like, a, Yeah, I mean, it
0: would. Like, like he dog. goes, yeah. Yes, it makes me feel young again, like, <laughs> when I hunted whales. I kind of love that, This the ambivalence with which you said it. But uh, the well, scene Aquaman, cuts off there. We don't know what Aquaman, how his response was.
1: Well, Aquaman at this time didn't really seem to care much about the his, his finny friends. He was yes, more it's about- true. It was more about using those finny friends to help humans.
0: Mm. That's very true. Uh, that night, along the waterfront, we see the guys sneaking back in there. They're going to find the, the documents that show where the gold is. Just then Aquaman shows up, punches the guy right in the face as Dr. Varmer flips on the light. It's an ambush. Uh, but one of the goons has a gun. He's, he's aiming it on Aquaman. Just then Aquaman uh, telepathically talks to one of the fish. And we hear the fish talk back. I don't think this happens that often, but uh, the fish says, yes, I got to get a good start. He jumps up. He's a flying fish. Knocks the gun out of the guy's hand. Aquaman punches him in the face. And Aquaman's full of, like, the hot quips today. Yeah. he says, uh, yes, this flying fish doesn't really fly. He just glides through the air after getting up speed in the water like my fist. But his, his, his fist, fist, fist was it, like, never in the, in the water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It was It's pretty dramatic because he punches a guy right in the face.
1: Did you notice in the first panel when he punches that guy in the face, his face explodes? <laughs> It's true.
0: Aquaman's packing some brass knuckles or explosive knuckles or something, something nefarious here. Aquaman then demands that the guys return the script and uh, forget about that gold theory. You'll never find it anyway. It's five miles under the water. He didn't even arrest
1: those guys. Those guys attempted to murder that chemist.
0: And they attempted to murder Aquaman, too. Yeah, they're shooting the... Almost shot so He him, just yeah. says,
1: "Return the book, and I'll let you know." Basically, like I'll let it go. Hey,
0: let bygones be got bygones, you know.
1: Well, he knows he doesn't have a whole lot of
0: loans. Uh, <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, we get back out there and do some more crimes, please." Yeah, and that's it. Uh, Aquaman thanks the old man. He sails off into the sunset, and uh, another great Aquaman story. I I I actually really enjoyed that one. It was goofy, but uh, it was goofy as, as usual, right? And speaking of Goofy, the Green Arrow, the splash page. Hey,
1: how do we get to that one. I know we don't read Johnny Quick, but look at the splash page for the Johnny Quick one. Why do, does Johnny Quick and his buddy have giant beards? As their old men, <laughs> they don't have mustaches; they just have giant beards. It, it's kind of like I don't know. For some reason, it kind of like creeps me out.
0: Yeah, the Johnny Quick stories often creep me out. I, I like. I I try not to think about Johnny Quick. the green arrow we see on the splash page uh green arrow and speedy are are standing in front of this horde of medieval warriors they're all running at him in the background there's this giant book that just says history and it's on fire i love it isn't this
1: when green arrow wanted to like burn history books (laughs)
0: yeah this is green arrow's alternate history his revisionist history yes yes Uh, he would do well in the texas state legislature. yes uh, we open with a, a young kid named Elmer Blunt. He, you know, he when he was a kid, he liked to play soldier. We Wait see kind of. What's his name? Oh my god, I didn't even think of it, but you're right, Elmer. <laughs> Elmer Blunt. Yeah, I, it's true. The people writing these stories. It's a different time in New York in the '40s. You know, there's no pinball. First of all, no, it's like you have to get your somewhere else. Yeah, you somewhere. get your kicks somewhere else, somewhere legal. You know, Elmer Blunt <laughs> style. Uh yes, Elmer Blunt. is a kid. He liked to play soldier. We see him dressed up, and he's shooting a he his fake gun pointed at a toy soldier. He goes, "Bang, bang! You're all dead!" And <laughs> I, if this happened today, Elmer Blunt probably would. Someone would say something like, "Yeah,
1: he needs counseling." Yeah,
0: you know this is a, obviously a
1: sociopath,
0: and he, and he kind of is because later, as he He'll grew up, him. he became a uh, a soldier. He just loved it, loved the thrill of battle. And even as an old man in the present day. Like, cool. so, so at this point, he's like 80. So he was fighting, you know, like 1860s. He might have been yeah. involved in the Civil War because yeah. the, the panel where they show him kind of writing around looks like a Civil War panel, which I, I find that interesting in this time as well. Right. You know, the, the early 40s or the, you know, the late 40s even, there were still people around who were alive during uh, Civil War <laughs> times, basically, which is kind of fascinating. It also
1: doesn't, it also doesn't say what side he fought
0: on. Yeah, oh, well, you knew what side he fought on. I don't know. <laughs> Elmer old, Blunt, come on. The old gray coats. Yeah. He uh in the present day, he's he's still he's a retired general, but he still gets a kick out of battle. He he's kind of a sick war. Yeah, he's a sick person. He's talking to his uh his nephew, he goes, Yes, Wilbur, a soldier's life is a good one. I'll be one till I die. And Wilbur goes, But aren't aren't you kinda old for this, uncle? He goes, No. The army thinks I am, but I'm not. I still know how to beat the enemy. Come down to the lake with me. I, and at this point, I thought he was going to murder Wilbur. Yeah, I thought he was going to fight him. But no, they go down to the lake, and he goes, look, and out on the on the lake, on the beach, there's a bunch of archers kind of shooting back and forth. And Wilbur says, what's going on? He goes, it's a mock battle, just a rehearsal. Tomorrow we'll put the real thing in proper costumes. So he's like a LARPer, I guess, yeah. one, one might why, say.
1: Why is he like rehearsing him?
0: And he's got to get it perfect. He really loves the detail the thrill of battle. You know, when it's all choreographed. He goes, as a student of history, I El- believe... Elmer
1: Blunt's the first battle.
0: <laughs> I believe the Battle of Hastings, which Harold lost in the year 1066 to William the Conqueror, could have actually been won. And he's going to prove his theory on the battlefield tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow, uh, they're, they're going to use old weapons, ancient swords, arrows, catapults. Uh, Wilbur kind of comments, isn't this dangerous as an arrow flies right by his face? And meanwhile, we see, uh, you know, we got uh, Oliver Queen and Roy Harper kind of cruising around. And they're I don't know what they're doing, just driving around next to the lake. And they're convertible, they're hot convertible. And an arrow speeds right by. And he, uh, Ollie points out... Uh, you know, where are these arrows coming from? Roy, uh, very astutely, you know, Roy is like the Sherlock Holmes of this duo. He goes, I don't know, but, uh, you know, someone actually might get hurt with these arrows. And so they get in their costume and see what's going on. Uh, just seconds later, they run so yet up. yet
1: again, this is like the second issue in a row where they change their clothes in public.
0: Yes. And, and just strip naked. So they're not wearing any underwear under those costumes, no. by the way. So they're just naked. Um, but that panel's left out. Nice so they, <laughs> they speed up and they say, hey, what's going on? Huh? We saw some arrows and we're looking for their targets. That seems like a threat. Uh, <laughs> the old man says, ah, you thought they were dangerous, but they're actually, you know, they have rounded heads. They can't penetrate. That's what he well, says, looking deep into their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't this
1: episode, wasn't this issue adapted for an episode of the Arrow TV show?
0: I, I would like to think so, yes. I'm just going to say yeah. I've never yep. seen that show, but yes, Either it was. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't, it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next season that they're going to, <laughs> the whole season will be about this <laughs> Is the Battle of Hastings? Yeah. Uh, just then, you know, Wilbur, the, the nephew, kind of has a grimace on his face, and he's thinking to himself, that old fool, he's wasting my money on all these mock battles, but uh, maybe if I substitute real arrows, one of them actually might hit the old man the next day. Uh Green Arrow and Speedy were invited out to to view the battle. Uh they're kind of excited, you know. It's going to be a big show. And they see the general, the old man. He's they love shows. General Blunt, he's, <laughs> he's dressed up um showing a little leg, a little uh thigh there kind of in this old That's weird. medieval <laughs> uniform. It is a little odd. He's not wearing any underwear either. Yeah, no. Oh no. Oh no. Is it period accurate? He likes to say. He's going commando. <laughs> And uh, just then the general's briefing his soldiers. The battle's about to begin. But off in the, the woods there, Wilbur's telling a few guys, hey, save your real arrows until the old man. And then they go, hey, look who's here. It's Green Arrow. They sneak up. They overheard him talking. Well, the uh, one guy says "ye." Yeah, there's a lot of "ye" in this. It's, whoever writes a Green Arrow story it puts a "ye- Y-I-I, in at least once. Uh, Green Arrow starts punching guys. He knows they're up to something. Um, but but then Wilbur knocks Green Arrow out with a branch. It's kind of, kind of accidentally. He just tries to keep himself from falling, uh, and, and Green Arrow gets hit. They're out cold, but uh, they're not going to be out for long. Uh, one <laughs> one of the goons says, "Do we bump them off?" He goes, "Don't be so crude." <laughs> He's got a better idea. If they killed them right there, they would be suspicious. But instead, he puts them on one of the boats, the fake boats that's invading, and and. Uh, General Blunt really went all out because he has real boats coming up on the lake. They're firing real rocks via the catapults into the boats, and the guys that, ho- can,
1: be, that can be dangerous.
0: Yeah, and one of the guys even says, uh, "He said I thought he said this wouldn't be dangerous." He goes, oh, they're not aiming for us. You can't really aim those catapults that well. No. They're just trying to Did sink he- the boat." So all the guys get out and swim ashore to uh, Did Elf, start didn't the battle. Elmer didn't Elmer just hire a bunch of homeless guys? And yeah, that's what this is. Get he, them dinner for a couple days, he, or no, he didn't even feed them. Oh, okay. It's just like just cruel homeless battles here. Like bum fights. <laughs> Speaking of bums, on the in the hull of the ship we see Green Arrow and Speedy, they're tied up. These ships are gonna sink. They're uh the 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 catapults, the, the rocks are crashing through, but luckily these you know, these ships are just more or less props. They can just rip up the floorboards and they use them as a catapult to launch themselves out. Seconds later on the beach, Green Arrow and Speedy wait ashore. The battle is still raging. They see uh, the general, General Blunt. He's kind of commanding his troops. Just then the two, uh, I, and I don't understand this. Green Arrow calls them plug uglies. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Those are the two goons. They fire real two real arrows at the uh, the general. But just in time, Green Arrow and Speedy knock them away with their arrows. They, they knock up the goons, uh, saving the general. Saving the day. And I guess Wilbur's now arrested. He'll be yeah. executed in the mm-hmm. medieval style by the general, I'm right, sure. Right, yeah. The and... general
1: changes his will to evil. Twenty
0: money to Green Arrow. General says, A real arrow. I'd have been killed just as Harold was in the original battle. But for your skill, Green Arrow. And Green Arrow just points out, Yes, we changed history a bit for the better. And that's it. Green Arrow and Speedy. Save the day once again. Rewriting history. Kind yeah. of rewriting history. Kind, kind of, yes. Yeah, it's a good good issue. Kind of, you know, to yeah. the point. It didn't have any really weird convoluted plot points like the Green no. Arrow issues often do. Did Did you see the back ad of uh, Baby Ruth? The back cover ad. Right, let me look on the very back. What a hit! Now for a Baby Ruth, rich and dextros. I,
1: like, <laughs> I like how it says. Uh, let's see, where it says, uh, "You need lots of energy to keep up with the team." Baby Ruth teen is rich and dextros. The sugar your body uses directly for energy contains other vital ingredients, too. Yeah, man. You know what? So this was in the day when, like, candy was, like, healthy for you.
0: Because, you know, you, you back in the day, you wouldn't eat a Baby Ruth every day. You couldn't buy a giant bag of them. No. So you'd be eating one every once in a while, and then you go play some baseball or something. And uh, Right. But, yeah, Baby Ruth. I, I, I think it's not even a good candy, right? No, not really. I, what's in it? Like nuts, nuts almond, and, and nougat. nougat, caramel and nougat. It's like a uh, caramel and. Yeah, oh, I okay. Think so. I'm not a big fan of Baby Ruth or Payday. Those two Um I can't like Payday. Really, I can do without them. I can do without them. I like my, uh, my go-to. I like the Fifth Avenue Bar. Yeah. You, you can't find that everywhere. The Fifth Avenue Bar. You
1: have to go to uh, stores that are located on Fifth Avenue.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a very niche market.
1: Where not Fifth Avenues used? To, didn't they used to be called Watchamacallits?
0: No, that's a that's a different thing. They kind of have similar packaging, but uh, okay. I think it's a different thing. What you call? And this was the time uh, Baby Ruth was made by the Curtis Candy Company, which was probably yeah. then bought out by Hershey or Mars or Nestle, and, probably. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Now there's yeah. only like three food companies in the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> did you t- did you read the Adventures of RC and Quickie ad?
0: No, we should. You want to read it? Yeah. Well, I can
1: just like tell you what happened. Yeah. I tell me what
0: happened. Happen. What, what okay, page so, is it on?
1: Um, forty-one. Okay. So like RC and like RC and you know he wears that big red sweater that says RC. You know? Yeah. So um, RC and Quickie are hanging out. And they see Monk. Yeah. And
0: they
1: ask him, like, Hey, are you are you, you know, Monk? Are you bringing your date to the teenage club for some royal crown cola? Because that's what you know Quickie says. Cause yeah. Royal cola. And he's always, like, Oh no, man, that's kid stuff. I'm taking her to the nightclub.
0: Whoa, Monk.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I see the same thing so RC and Quickie are enjoying RC Colas at the, the Teenage Club, yeah. which includes ping pong and guys looking at records. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> and, love the Teenage Club.
1: Yeah. And uh, Quickie's like, oh, man, we should go check on him at the nightclub. And they're like, sure, yeah, let's do it. And so RC and Quickie, like, peer in through a window, like, keeping toms.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and they have, like, a super shocked look on their face. And uh, so some old guy is giving Monk shit. I and mean, he's saying, "I'm taking your edict, punk. I'm taking over." So I guess he's my like, Punk's girl. RC and Quickie go in there and then just like beat the shit out of this guy.
0: <laughs> like they, they do. double team. They do. It's not even fair. Uh, it looks like uh, Quickie is just just tackles the guy from behind as RC punches him in the face.
1: I mean, they put like a big beating on this guy. <laughs> he probably need- needed to go to the hospital after they were done with him.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
1: And uh. So Quickie and r C were like, okay, well Tomzo, and you know they're, they're the two of them are just showing off in front of Monk's girlfriend.
0: It's true yeah, yeah she Monk's she looks into completely it
1: ineffect- yeah, I mean Monk's looking like a complete ineffectual here, and you got these two guys just like
0: trashing someone <laughs> They do. i we should we should read these every week because the adventures mm-hmm. of r c and quickie have been have always been very good, yeah, they're always just so, causing trouble, yeah I know.
1: Like at that time when they accidentally knocked that guy out the window.
0: <laughs> accidentally, yes, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, you and think so, you think if I called up RC and and got them to be sponsors of the show if we read this every week that they'd just send us free RC cola. Probably, yeah. All right, I'm gonna we should we should call them on
1: the show. Oh, that'd be good, dude. <laughs> so I guess it was just always Royal Crown Cola, like everyone just always called it Royal Crown Cola because in the like the little part it says say RC, it's
0: quicker. People back in the 40s, they didn't want to waste time saying Royal yeah. Crown. So they just said RC. <laughs>
1: so I guess that's why his buddy's name is Quickie. I oh, never... okay, yeah. I, I, I like it. it.
0: If you drink RC, you'll have the courage to beat up someone in a nightclub. So go well, ahead. drink
1: RC Cola. And Monk says that, you know, the treats on me, boys. RC for everyone.
0: Yeah. Monk, what a guy.
1: What a guy. Look at, look at Quickie's haircut, though.
0: <laughs> it's kind of coming back in style, though. A little
1: bit, yeah. Well, I mean, Quicky was like the original hipster. Yeah, he
0: was absolutely. I mean, look at that bow tie. I I would say that RC is like the most hipster cola, probably because yeah, it it's, it's a little bit. It's like the PBR of colas, a little bit. Yeah. All right, Adventure Comics number one oh nine. This is Steve and Andy. In the books. It's in the books. Send us email steve and andy at gmail.com. if you're going to get your car service. If you have uh, any. Uh, any questions about anything any issues if you, you want, want to us book again, a hotel if you want to book a hotel exactly uh leave us an itunes review just search itunes steve and andy and check out our facebook page we post panels from the issues that we cover facebook.com slash steve and andy all one word all right andy any closing comments uh no i hope you feel better thank you Alright, talk to you later. Well, now, that, you know, now that I got like, the animal out of the chicken. Yeah, just wash Up it down with Adam an ice cold in- RC. Oh god, that'd be good. Up an <laughs> <in> atom <Adam laughs> in a couple days. Yeah, talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. <laughs>